Hey y'all, welcome to In The Mist. My name is Fakalala, but feel free to call me Vicky, your very best friend. Today, before I get started, I just want to say the episode where it says sin affects faith, I kept saying 25 minutes, but I meant to say 24, okay? I'm not, listen, okay? I'm not stupid, okay? <laughs> don't y'all judge me. I don't know why I kept saying 25. I was literally thinking 24. I yeah, I'm just going to clear that up. I meant 24 minutes. So I hope you guys actually watched that. It was really powerful. The value of the word. It was a really good sermon and it was a little short. So I mean, like if you have a little time, you can listen to that and just it actually starts at around 30. Yes, like that's why I said it, it started around 29 minutes, but there was a little glitch for that one minute. So it just started at 30, but I you can still understand the message even if you missed that little few words that he said before that. And anyway, so today we're going to be talking about like a common thing that a lot of people say that they're too far gone. And a lot of times I say it in my episode as well. I'm like, you're not too far gone. And before I get too far into the thing, if you guys hear a little like noise in the background, please forgive me. Um, I really wanted to get this message out um, today and at this um, moment, all of that. But yeah, if there's any noise that is louder than my voice i am i'm sorry for that so yeah i usually say this as well at the end of my episodes that you're not too far gone because it's one of the things i've heard a lot of times from people that i love and have a relationship with and i've definitely felt the same way at times when before i was born again um last what is it august july it was august last august um I knew God, but I wasn't living the way that I should have. And I just didn't feel like I really had, I was in good standing. Like, I don't know. I just, I guess I didn't care enough. I, I wasn't aware of the things. And I just kind of lived the way that I lived and did what I wanted to do. And it definitely wasn't a good life. You know what I mean? Like, I felt sad a lot of times. I felt angry and bitter and jealous and all of these nasty things that come as a result of just sin and living in sin and I was I would say that I am a better person now that is that is true I'm a better person now because of Jesus Christ I'm a better person now that I feel the love that he has for me it changed everything it changed everything and it is my wish that everyone gets to experience this love and this feeling it's overwhelming it's beautiful i was crying my eyes out because i was so happy and it just changed the course of my life but i have had times even now um where i felt that maybe i'm not good enough maybe i didn't try hard enough maybe because of me doing things intentionally or unintentionally that god is looking at me with some kind of like disgust disgust and it's hard because you kind of get to a point where um you're just sad and tired and defeated because you don't think that you feel like you've tried you feel like you've done everything and you just you kind of want to and um pastor um charles mccoff in transformation church preached this really beautifully um in the two part series that he had about the sauce and i would encourage you guys to listen to win the war within which i will leave in the description i keep saying the description below as if i'm some kind of youtuber i, I low-key <laughs> that's what i wanted to do 
for a while and just tell story times and all that stuff but that's neither here or there but so i would say the description below because that's what i hear but um yeah no i don't know what description is located for you guys so it's gonna be in the description anyway listen to it i leave everything that i mentioned in the description the song of the day and everything like that i leave them in there um and if you go back to the old episodes and i didn't leave them there i'm starting to do that now but I felt definitely um, defeated. I felt that I was too far gone. I felt as if my position in heaven really mattered with what I did. And it. I kept not forgetting, but I didn't, like the enemy, he convinced me that it had to be what I'm doing. And like this, I'm not saying to go ahead and just sin, because like I said, I wasn't happy I wasn't happy. Uh, I felt that I knew real joy when I found God and really tapped into my spirit and the walk and serving him and talking to him every single day and just getting to have a relationship with him. That's when I felt real peace, real joy and real satisfaction. Like I, I can say it has been really hard. It has been one of those journeys where like sometimes I feel defeated. Sometimes I don't feel like trying. Sometimes I don't feel like letting God help me because I, my flesh is so like in the moment, it feels so strong and it wants to to satisfy itself in the moment. That could be by eating. That could be by cussing somebody out, by letting myself be like out of character by being angry because I, I I dealt with or still deal and God is helping with that anger. I just get so angry really quickly and therapy has helped me out a lot as well. Just talking about all of the things that I don't say out loud to anyone. So I encourage y'all to take therapy if you if you don't husky if you have husky or any kind of insurance like a lot of people are taking insurance now so you don't have to pay it out of pocket you just have to do some research and find it for yourself but i've been going through therapy and talking about everything but i've i dealt with anger and so sometimes i i end up lashing out on people such as my boyfriend and people around me or i would like be petty and punish people in a sense where i was like where um just holding back or giving them the cold shoulder or being like not saying anything really bad but just not treating them the way that I would which is loving and caring I would just kind of hold that to myself and isolate isolate (laughs) isolate myself in order to punish others it's weird it's weird and this definitely had played a toll in my relationship it's not something that um I I should be doing just because I could be so cold. You know what I mean? I could be so cold and God has been helping me out with all of that just to manage my anger and to be angry but not to sin. And God also calls us to be angry about the things that matter like injustice and when you see someone being um treated badly and you're when you feel angry about that, God is also angry cuz we're his children when he sees things that are happening to us he'd be mad about it but he asked us not to sin even when you're angry do not sin and I was sinning (laughs) I was sinning you know and God's been helping with that but I felt that I was too far gone and I just want to let you know that you're not that you are loved you are valued that God looks at you the same way okay because Jesus Christ came to die for sinners he came to die for you 
for you. And the number one thing that people say when they say that they're too far gone is because of the way that they have behaved. They look at their life and they're like, I've done this, I've done that. How can God possibly love me? How can God possibly allow me to step into his kingdom with all of the things I've done? I have to be perfect. I have to be perfect. And that has come from like seeing people who may even portray perfection. But And I'm not saying that you know, that they're bad people or anything, but sometimes we allow people to see the good side or to see us only when we're doing good and not to see us when we're doing bad as far even as a relationship with, with, with God. There's so many times that people of God have fallen short and done things that they were not supposed to do, but they kind of mask it with this holy appearance. And it kind of makes everybody else feel as if like, I am not like Betty. I am not like Juan or something. Like, I'm not like them. They're obviously doing better. They're obviously definitely coming to heaven. And me, like, look at my life. You know what I mean? But we don't know anybody's heart. I found out the hard way that a lot of people that I even thought were, like, perfect, you know what I mean, where also had their own dirt. They also had their own things that they were trying to deal with and God was helping them out with. They just got up every single day and tried again. But they were not perfect. You know what I mean? They were not perfect. And sometimes we think other people are perfect and then we compare ourselves and then see like, oh, this, I can't possibly be loved as much as Betty. (laughs) I can't possibly be loved as much as Vicky. I don't know. Like, it's, they don't know though. You don't know. A lot of times comparison can be the thing that's blocking us from having a relationship with God as well. Comparison and thinking that there is somebody out there that's doing better than me. You do not know. You do not know. And the enemy will try to use comparison in a way where he's like, you are doing this and that. Okay. And Betty is over there giving to the poor and doing all that stuff and all of that stuff. You know what I mean? And look at you. All you've done is do this and that and that and you can't, God doesn't love you. Look at your life. What's worth loving about this? And he will keep lying to you. He will keep lying to you and then we buy into the lies because it's easy. We also look at our lives and be like, I haven't done good. I haven't done what I was supposed to be doing. I haven't, I've messed up so many times that I keep messing up. But the thing is, um, you are forgiven. You are loved. You are God's child. And if we read um, Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13, it says, But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Sin will deceive you. I actually made a beautiful <laughs> episode about a sin affects faith. And I encourage you guys to listen to that because I explain a lot of how sin does cause unbelief at some point. And When you sin, like I said, you feel as though you are not worthy. You feel as though your position in the kingdom has been tempered with. And so it makes you believe that you are too far gone when in reality you are not. You can always come back. God is always coming back. Um, God is always having his arms open up for you to come back. You can always come back. You could have been a witch and decide to give your life to God and he will open his up and be happy about the fact that you realized and chose him. You could have been a, I don't know, 
I, all a, a murderer. You could have been whoever, whatever dark sin people like. We measure sin, we as humans, but God doesn't. We measure sin. So I'm thinking about like the horrible things, maybe, I don't know. I don't know, a murderer. <laughs> you, could have, you could have done whatever. Whatever makes you feel as though it's too bad. Even that is not bad enough for God to look at you any differently. He still sees you. He still sees you. He still sees your spirit. He still sees the good in you. Even when we don't. The enemy's language is lying and somehow he's convinced a lot of God's children um, that, can, that they can never come back to God. Pushing them away from a relationship from the father and weakening their faith. God wants a relationship with you so bad. He sent his only son to die for you so that you can never be separated from him again. Even knowing that the lights can be so loud in your ears, though, and all you hear is that you're too far gone, is that you've messed up too much. The way to combat a lie is with the truth, though. So you can find the truth by reading the Bible so that when the enemy comes and start lying to you about things, you know your position in God, you know the truth, and you can combat that. You can tell him exactly who you are, which is that you're fearfully and wonderfully made God's masterpiece, God's child, and remind him of who is interceding on your behalf, the highest priest, Jesus Christ. Let's read Hebrews um, chapter 7, verse 23 to 25, which says, and they were truly, and they truly were many priests, but they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. So they had died, so they couldn't continue in their pursuit. And 24 says, but this man, because he continues forever, had, had an unchangeable priesthood. And that they're talking about Jesus Christ because he lives forever and he can never die. And 25 says, Where, whereof, whereof he is able to save them to the utmost. Okay, let me restart that. 25 says, whereof he is able to also to save them the utmost that come unto God by him, seeing that he ever liveth to make intercession for them. The King James Version of reading can be very hard. I be stumbling, but I like to use this because it it's the, the, the rawest, rawest, it's the raw version of the, the, the Bible, I believe, in my opinion, because a lot of times when it it's translated a lot, like the common English Bible, which I can get to that point if I don't understand a text just to get understanding of what they're trying to say, is that some words or some way the format can be because can be lost in translation. Some key words that they use can be lost in translation. The more you keep translating the Bible, it just the simpler it gets, the more you lose key words. And so that's why I like to use the King James Version, even if I be stumbling. And then sometimes if I don't understand, that is to go um, to the common, not common, the English Standard Version, which is the next best thing, in my opinion. So um, it's not as translated. But you can go as far as you need to to be able to understand the text. But I would encourage everyone to start getting familiar with reading the King James. So 25 is basically saying that Jesus Christ is a high priest and he is interceding on your behalf every single day of his life because he will never die. He has already conquered death. He's sitting at the right hand side of Jesus, of God. Jesus is sitting at the right hand side of God and he's interceding on your behalf because he was once here in this earth in flesh and was tempted and never sinned 
Okay, so he knows how he feels like to be tempted, but he never sinned. He was perfect, and that's why his death and his blood is able to save and cover and forgive and wash away all of our sins. Again, not a license to sin. I will never be promoting that. Okay, never promoting that because the wages of sin is death, and I want you all to live. Okay, when you taste the life that God can give you, you not you don't want to go back to to death. Or if you end up finding yourself slipping back to that lifestyle, you will not feel happy. You will you will know the goodness of God. You will know the goodness of of life because Jesus is life. In Him is He is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life. And you can get to experience true freedom when you live in Christ. But a lot of people feel as if they can't change, and that's another lie. I learned the hard way that I couldn't be who God called me to be by myself. It took allowing Jesus into my heart and and surrendering to him. He is the only one who can give you the strength to change. In him, you are a new creation. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, you are able to overcome sin and everything that makes you feel as though you can't do. By yourself, you can't. But with Jesus Christ, you can't. Because of what happened in the Garden of Eden, we're born into sin. That's all we know. It's like our nature. Because um, even Adam, when they ate the fruit, that the forbidden fruit from the tree of knowledge, their nature was to be, became sinful. You know, but they were sinless. They were, they were spirits. They are spirit. I, I, how do I explain that? They, their nature was like innocent but then they became sinful and that kind of tapped into the next generation it just sprinkled over and so when we are born even as a child you have to teach children how to be nice you have to teach children how to um give and share and just be polite and all that stuff because our sinful nature has then become evil but we were once good. We were once good. And that was our nature within. But because sin entered the world, it, it kind of ruined all of that. But the thing is that the good news is that your spirit is still there. That good nature is still there. But it, it's one of those things where you just have to tap into it by letting Jesus Christ into your heart. He will reveal all of the goodness that you have in you. And with his help, you're able, able to overcome evil. Believe it or not, we are more spirit than we are flesh. But the two fight against each other all the time. The pastor of my church, um, Pastor Frank Cook, preached this sermon. I don't remember the name. Um, and if I can find it, I will leave it in the description. Um, but he revealed to us, and this is bl- biblical as well, that we are 99% spirit and 1% flesh. Or something like close to 99%. We're a majority of us, at least 98 is spirit and the remaining is like one percent flesh and one percent other thing we are more spirit than we are flesh but we fed our flesh all the things a lot of things all of these years and now it seems to govern our decision but it's possible to silence your flesh it's possible for your spirit to say no to your flesh if you allow the holy spirit to help you Sometimes it's got to be a decision for us to let our to let go of our pride and our ego and let God help us because the flesh and the spirit are constantly fighting each other. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 to 22 says, I say then, walk in the spirit 
and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another, so that you do not do the things that you wish. So deep down inside of us, we all want to be good people. We all want to do good. Life happens, circumstances happen, the devil comes and uh, tempt us and all of this stuff. We just, which is easy to also give into because what the devil tempts you with is the stuff that your sin nature wants to do anyway. If you want to feel like cussing somebody out, the devil come like, I mean, like they just disrespected you, cuss them out and you want to, but the spirit wants you to, to not, the spirit wants you to practice patience, the fruits of the spirit kind be loving spread positivity and life the spirit wants you to forgive the ones it wants you to be patient it wants you to be giving and loving because then you really experience life and the peace of god Hmm. and i learned also the way that you can walk in the spirit is by starving your flesh and feeding your spirit and this 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 idea was also um, preached really well in Transformation Church um, by Pastor Charles McCoff. I already mentioned it. Win the war within. That's the title of the sermon. And you can do that. You can starve your flesh by fasting and praying. So don't decide to fast without praying because at that point it's just a diet. You know, he mentioned that as well. Like if you if you fast and you don't pray, you're just starving. You're just starving. He explains this really well in the message, so I encourage you guys to listen to Win the Word Within. Um, prayer while fasting is essential. It's not an option, okay? Prayer is an essential period. That's how you talk to God. There isn't a right way, like a right way, quote-unquote, to pray either. You can come as you are, talk how you talk, because God understands the language he created you. He created your, 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 your character. He created the things that make you uniquely you. So if you, you just, however you want to, just the same way that I'm talking to y'all right now. That's the same way that you can talk to God. You can, he understands everything. He understands your sigh, your groan. He understands. But prayer is the way that you can communicate with God. The way that you can commune with God. Really be intimate with him and tell him how you're feeling and all of the things that you're struggling with. I'm telling you one of the things that sustained me from doing the things that I wanted to a lot of times is by just telling God how I feel. Being op- honest, open, and transparent and being like, God, right now, I don't want to do this. Like, I want to do this, but I don't want to do this. My flesh is telling me to do this thing to cuss this person out. My flesh is telling me to be angry. My flesh is telling me to hold a grudge. And that's what feels comfortable right now. I, but I want to fulfill what it is that you want to see in me, all of the fruits. I want them to be fulfilled in me, God. And just telling him, honestly, I want to do this, but at the same time, I don't. Please help me. Please help me. He can remind you who you are, and the Holy Spirit can help you walk in the purpose. But you're not too far gone. That is the lies coming from the pits of hell. That's all the enemy knows how to do to lie. When he came to Adam and Eve, he also deceived them. Tempting them with, with, with the free will that they were given. Tempting them because as, as humans, you know, as, as humans, we have this urge to want to know everything. 
That's the thing. We just want to know everything. We just want to do everything. We just want to have freedom, quote unquote, to do whatever we want. But with God, you can be disciplined. With God, you can silence your flesh. And the times when you fall short, you can get back up. You can get back up. You can walk in there in the presence of God with confidence, knowing who is interceding on your behalf. And when you call the name of Jesus, God sees his son. Something perfect, a creation that did no wrong. No wrong. And because Jesus understands on a personal level, that's why it was so important for him to come down and be tempted the same way that we are. are. Because he gets, he understands. So it's not like he just, God is not just saying that like, oh, don't do this. And not understanding how he feels like to, to, to obtain. He understands. And sometimes I didn't understand this, this idea of God coming as a flesh. I thought, you know what? If you're going to do this, just come and die. You know what I mean? Come for a year, die and just, or just come as a, as an adult and then die. Rise up and, you know, but he, he spent 33 years, I think. I, I, is it 33? But it was in the 30s. Jesus Christ spent 30 years on this earth, came as a baby, grew up to 30 years, died for us. In those 30 years, he had never sinned once. Never sinned once. He was tempted, but he never sinned. Made him the perfect sacrifice, which was a decision from God himself to do. Because he never had to die. Before Jesus Christ died, um, we had to sacrifice uh, goats and so we had to give sacrifices for our sins. But Jesus, but God, but God, he loved us so much. He decided to send his only son to die. And don't. And I used to think, you know what? It's God. He ain't scared of nothing. Jesus was scared. He was fully man and fully God at the same time. He was scared of dying. He, he said, um, God, Jesus, he prayed. Because Jesus prayed to the Father all the time. That's him communicating. He prayed. He was like, if it is your will, please take this cup away from me. He was scared. He did not want to die. But because of God's will, he said, but not my will, but your will. And he ended up dying because that's what God the Father, that's what he wanted to do for us. If he loves us that much. If a mother and a father, humans, can love their child so much that even when the child does wrong, they don't stop loving the child. They still love the child. They're just maybe disappointed or hurt because they just want to save or keep their child from hurt. You know, they're just protected over their child, protective over their child, but they still love them. How much more does, does God, the father, love us? How much more do you think he loves us? If a human is capable of loving so much, And God is the one who gave us these feelings anyway. How much more does he love us? So when the enemy, when the enemy comes to lie to you, remind him of the truth. Because he can lie, but if you don't believe it, he's wasting his time. He's going to have to find somebody else to say all of his his, um, foolishness to. And it's so easy. But with all of your guilt and your shame and all of your feelings, take it to God. Because he's the only one that can help. But to believe that you're too far gone is a lie. You are not too far gone. You can always come back. You can always come back. In relationship with God. 
while you are alive, you have time to experience everything that God has for you. The, you can walk in the path that he has for you. You are not too far gone. And the song of the day today is going to be Vulnerable by Bridge Music AP. You can find it on Spotify. I don't know if you can find it on YouTube, but you can search it up as well. Apple Music. I don't know. But I listen to it on Spotify. And this song goes really good with the message because it talks about how he says, I want to go back to the way we used to be. You know what I mean? He's talking about God because he he went away. You know, he went, he, he strayed. He strayed. He stra- he they strayed or whatever. The person strayed. Um sorry. The person strayed. We tend to stray sometimes. We tend to do things that, you know, make us feel good in the moment and then it doesn't make us feel good in the long run. You know, it's it's crazy, but you're not too far gone, love. And if you don't know Jesus at all, <clears throat> If you listen to this entire episode, he's calling out to you because you too can be in relationship with him. You too, anyone, it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what, who your mama is, who your daddy is, you too can be in relation. It doesn't matter what you did. If you strayed away from God and you want to get back in relationship with him, you want to be born again, this is your time. If you don't know him at all, this is your time to be in relationship with him because it's the best decision that you can ever do. My life changed drastically. My life changed drastically. I started a podcast. I always thought that if I was going to be talking all this much, I was going to be talking about myself and the stories that I, I've, I've had some crazy stories. Maybe one of these days I'll, I'll <laughs> make a story time. You know what I mean? But yeah. I've, I've, I am a new, I just feel better. And that doesn't say that I haven't messed up. I've messed up. I have messed up, but I, I've gotten back up and my relationship is becoming stronger because of it as well. I realize I've messed up. I admit that I've messed up. I ask for help and allow God because sometimes he wants, sometimes you want help, but you don't want it enough. It's like you want to do better, but you don't want it enough to, really allow Jesus to help because once you do that once you really give it up and surrender he can help you but sometimes we're too stubborn sometimes we don't we want help but we don't want it enough to really give it all to God to help us it feels so much it feels so difficult but you realize that it's not easy but it's possible with the Holy Spirit it's possible with Jesus you could give your life to God. You can allow him into your heart to change you, to change everything. But do not ever believe that you are too far gone. If you want to repeat this prayer after me, we can accept We can accept Jesus together. And after this episode, I will do a prayer about anyone who feels too far gone. You can tune into that. And just whenever you feel that you feel too far gone, you can listen to that prayer. <laughs> you can listen to that prayer and just really just soak <laughs> you can just soak in the presence of the lord and just realize how much he loves you repeat after me love father i know that i've sinned i acknowledge that i've made mistakes and i am a sinner i believe that you sent jesus christ to die for my sins and raised him up on the third day today i received jesus christ into my heart 
and I confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. I accept the gift of grace, and I thank you for it. I believe that I am born again, and that I have eternal life. Lord, please transform me, renew me, change me. I lay everything at your feet. Please help me walk in the path you set out for me. I'm yours now and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's read Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19, which says, So then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but are fellow citizens and with the saints and members of the household of God. So welcome, beautiful. You are God's child. God is rejoicing with your decision. Know that if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart, then you are saved. It's, it's as simple as that. It's a free gift that anybody can accept. Jesus did it all on the cross. It is not by your doing that you will make it to heaven, but it's because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. And because he lives forever and you, you are in him, you live forever as well. Tune in for the prayer if you still need some, some more, um, if you still need some more like oomph, you know what I mean? If you still need a little more push and you need a little more encouragement. I hope that this blesses you. Um, I love you guys so much and God loves you too. Remember that you're not too far gone. Okay, do not allow the enemy to trip you up. Go to the word, read your Bible every single day, like little by little. If it starts with plans, you can start with the U version Bible. You can do plans about whatever you're feeling and just allow God to be in your life, though. Feed your spirit so that your spirit man can be strong enough to say no to your flesh. You are not too far gone. You are never too far gone. You can always be in relationship with God. I love you guys so much. Uh, <laughs> I love you guys so much. See you guys in the next episode. Bye.